Greetings and welcome to the latest episode in Impala's podcast series, 20 Minutes With. I am Juliana Kurantin, and right now I am accompanied by two women taking care of the independence business on the Iberian Peninsula. Ana Rita Fayo is from Amai, the Portuguese Association of Independent Labels. And Sonia Duran is from its Spanish counterpart, UFI, where she is its executive officer. Both Ana Rita and Sonia are also on Impala's board and have had remarkable careers in the music industry. Today, they'll talk about developing independent industry events, the galvanizing craft behind setting up conferences and award shows in particular. And we can't wait to hear all about it. Hello, Anarita and Sonia. Welcome to 20 Minutes With. Hi, Juliana. Thank you. Thank you very much for the invitation. Hi, Juliana. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Looking at your biographies, I noticed that both of you are professionally trained musicians. First, tell us a bit about what you trained as, and do you think that helps in your day-to-day work with record labels nowadays? Anna Rita, let's start with you. Yes, so the best knowledge I got from my studies was the rigorous learning, I think, and my favorite part was to play in orchestra. So I got the wonderful feeling of working group and work for the common good. But of course, uh, the music knowledge uh, gives me security when I'm in contact with labels and artists. In some way, I can feel that I can speak the same language. So for sure, it's helping my day-to-day work. Yeah. And how about you, Sonia? I studied modern music and jazz, and I used to be on the other side. So I used to sing in bands and work hard in some music projects. Uh, That's why I really know uh, the difficulties the independent artists and bands have. Uh, This knowledge has helped me every day to focus on the real needs they have, and then apply them into the projects we create at UFI, to help our members develop their 360 companies and record labels. Uh, These projects we create will help later those artists and bands that are probably in the same site I used to be. So absolutely, yes. That's terrific. (laughs) It shows it is undeniably beneficial to be able to see things in the creative industries from many different angles. So, as we already mentioned, today we are discussing conferences and awards shows. Anarita, how did MIA develop the Digital Music Days event, which is described as Continental Europe's premier conference on digital music, covering marketing, playlists, trends, and networking? So, first of all, let me invite you and our listeners for the third edition, taking place now in November on 12th and 13th. In a full, uh, full digital edition this year. And um, I will announce the program very soon, so stay tuned. So about how we developed it, uh, was first of all a feeling of need. 
because we don't have any DSP with representation in Portugal because, because we are a very small market. So we are many times together with Spain. So we are our colleague from UFI or with Brazil because of the language. So Digital Music Days were the way we found to bring them to Portugal and to put them in the same room as our labels and artists. This is how we found the solution to bring them together. Digital Music Days is supported by Merlin, and they were, and they are a key partner in the development too, of course, because they are the expert in the in the digital market, independent digital market. And so the first edition was the most challenging, of course, and was a key moment to start our relationship with DSPs. But it's been a wonderful journey because we keep in touch year by year. And we feel that Digital Music Days are already a mark on the annual schedule, which is an honor for us. Um, and by now, our main goal is to get back to our physical edition in 2022 and welcome everyone in Lisbon again. So the development, the key, the key parts of our development was the, the networking, the mailing support, and of course, the participation of the SP reps. How fascinating. I've got a little anecdote about Digital Music Days. Impala's own chair, Helen Smith, attended the very first edition in 2019, which was also the last one for Charles Calders as CEO of Merlin, as you mentioned, the Digital Music Rights Agency, where he did wonders for the international independent sector. He received an amazing award there for his trailblazing work. Anna Rita, again, could you tell us a bit more about your personal experiences with setting up Digital Music Days and also a bit about why Portugal, the export office that is also contributing to the development of the Portuguese scene? Yes. So why Portugal, as you mentioned, is the music export office in Portugal and uh, was founded as a working group at AMA. So we are kind of connected since the beginning. At this time, so in 2016, Portugal was almost only country in Europe without any similar organization. So it was really, really important to, to found it. And so why Portugal was fundamental for Portugal to get space in music conferences, showcase festivals around Europe. Uh, actually, some of them never programmed Portuguese artists before. So our contacts with the conference programs, uh, programmers and uh, the festivals is our main uh, goal and our main work uh, daily. Moreover, why Portugal has been a, a partner in very interesting Europe projects and the outputs are really, really positive. So we feel that why Portugal is essential to represent and create opportunities to our industry in Europe and uh, globally. So we promote some country focus at Eurosonic, uh, Waves Vienna, BIME in uh, Bilbao. So this is our our job, and uh, yeah, I think it's a really, really a good organization that have been working for the music industry like, uh, internationalization. So to abroad. Just quickly, how does Digital Music Days and Why Portugal? How do they work together, and what's your role there? 
Actually, my first job in the music industry outside the classical music was an internship at AMAI. And at this time, AMAI had the internationalization uh, group, uh, working group. So why Portugal doesn't exist at, at this time? But then when why Portugal was founded as an independent organization, I kind of uh, be part of the of both of them. So I met Ame in some uh, individual projects, such as Digital Music Day. So me sure. and Nuno and um, our team. Uh, but uh, at Why Portugal, I'm the contact person for companies and artists that want to to like for open calls or if they need some support for their applications. So I, I'm like contact points in the, these two two projects. Well, I hope our listeners heard that. And also, it sounds as if with both of them, there were vital needs uh, for the industry. Now back to you, Sonia. UFI has been organizing the Spanish Independent Music Awards show for more than a decade now, and it's one of the biggest and most successful independent music awards events in the sector. Talk to us a bit more about the MIN Awards and how did it start and how is it going? Well, uh, the MIN Awards for the Independent Music were born in 2009. Uh, they were created to recognize the creation, diversity, and artistic quality of uh, independent productions made in Spain, and to bring music and the production process closer to the audience. Uh, the event has been growing a lot since then, unless the small fans we have, and is the unique big event in Spain that recognizes the, the independence. We usually have, have more than 9,000 um, artists sign up, so it's quite a lot. And also two years ago, we decided to change the global idea of the project. Uh, usually we were only celebrating the awards gala in a theater, but now we are organizing the Independent Music Week. It's kind of a big party for the independents during a week, and we celebrate the awards, we organize concerts and other activities related with music and food. And also we are trying to bring, uh, bring this idea to some of the different cities around Spain, more instead of being centralized in Madrid. And the idea is to travel to different small cities located in rural areas to provide these areas more opportunities. So, for example, this year we went to Burgos, the small city located in Castilla León, and it really was amazing because we bring many people there and people was really happy, unless the difficulties we have with the pandemic. Absolutely. Uh, well, good for you for making it happen. And could you tell us more about your project, Indie Lovers? That's a website dedicated to independent music and festivals with its own radio program at Scanner FM. How did that come about? Well, it is a long story, uh, and I'm going to try to summarize. A few years ago, uh, I used to go to a lot of concerts and festivals every weekend, and I was just arrived to Barcelona after two years living in London, and I was kind of a bit disconnected with what my friends used to do. So many, many times it was really difficult to me to find people who wanted to come with me to concerts, uh, to indie concerts. So one day I knew a social network called Meetup, and me and a friend created a group called Indie Lovers, 
And this social network was to create events and people used to sign up for attending the events we were creating. So, for example, we were creating Primavera Sound events. So people who was interesting, interested in attending was coming uh, to a specific point we were selling, telling them. Surprisingly, many people start attending to the events and uh, we used to organize many, many every week and weekends. So after a few months, we were kind of a big group of friends. And during those days, I was really interested in start working in the music industry and knew how difficult it was to find a job in the area without any contacts. So me and a couple of guys uh, in that group, two of them were also um, were, were working in the, in the press area, yeah. uh, as, uh, went to the uh, Scanner FM and asked them to create a, a ready show. And surprising, surprisingly, they said, yes, it's okay. You can create your own independent uh, ready show. So we start, it was quite organic because after a few episodes, many press agents were contacting us to come to the show with very important independent bands. That's how it started. And after that, we worked hard because we start increasing the activities we were creating with the project. And we create the website, we start covering some, some events, concerts, festivals. And also we were then organizing some events for the independent music lovers. So yes, that's how we start. And this really provides me a lot of contacts and experience in the music industry. What a fabulous story. I think that's absolutely brilliant. We would like to highly recommend our listeners take a look at the MIN Awards website to discover a plethora of fresh music on the 2021 nominees page. There's some amazing independent sounds on there. Now, I would also like to hear both of your opinions on why you think these festivals, showcases and conferences are important for the independent music community. How do you see them developing in the future, these events, and considering the impact COVID has had on the way we socialize and communicate? Can I start with you, Anna Rita? These kind of events are very important for the independent community because, of course, the networking opportunities. I defend that being independent is not to be alone. Uh, But of course, in some cases, being independent means an additional effort to get what, what we want. Uh, so I think conferences, showcase festivals, uh, and all kinds of partnerships are very important to develop a, ca- a career as an artist or as a professional, a booking agent or a label. But um, about the COVID impact, from my point of view, I think the digital events are not so successful for the networking. Uh, I think that the contact, so person to uh, like physically is uh, much better, of course. So I think we will need some time to recover, not from COVID, but from the the digital <laughs> the digital editions. Um, but I think that these kind of events can like keep in a hybrid um, uh, version. So we can. So I think both um, both ways as adventures. Uh, we just need to find the best part of each of each of them and uh, put it together. But it's a, it's a challenge. I can imagine. And you, Sonia, how important are these events that you organise 
Definitely, these festival showcases and conferences are the heart of our sector. We need continuous training, networking, showcases to discover new talents. And yeah, despite the big difficulties we have been during the last 20 months to the pandemic, I believe they we will recover and we will get the normality soon. I, I like to to keep my, my mind positive and I, I feel we are uh, returning to the the normality we, you, we used to have before all this thing. That's excellent positive outlook. So thank you very much. So let's just finish by giving our listeners a taste of what's next for both of you. Anarita, what projects are you currently working on? Yeah, so as I mentioned, we will have Digital Music Days in November. But uh, first, um, I will be at UMEX in Oporto. So this year, Portugal is a a country host of UMEX. And we will have a booth. So if you are around, please come to visit us. And we are already working. So planning Westwell Lab Festival taking place from the 6th to 9th of April 2022 in Guimarães. It's our music music uh, professional conference and showcase festival. So you are more than welcome to to come to Guimarães. Wonderful. And Sonia? Well, I'm really focused now in a project called Ufines that we are developing in Ufi. It is a project to continue helping our members and future record labels owners, and also continue helping the independent community in Spain. Also, we are start working on the next edition of Remusmin. So we, we are quite busy on this right now. I can imagine. Wonderful stuff. Okay, Anarita and Sonia, it's time for some quick fire questions. Five questions in five minutes. Here we go. Anarita, what are the three things that stand out for you in the past 12 months? Well, Actually, I had a child at the beginning of the year. So besides that, not many things got my attention during this year. Uh, But of course, uh, I don't know, the pandemic. And so I think our industry was kind of uh, stopped. (laughs) You've been busy, although in some ways. okay. (laughs) Okay. And how about you, Sonia? What are the three things that stand out for you in the past 12 months? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm so happy to see the union of the sector in those difficult moments. Uh, also, the, the improvis- improvisation capacity I have acquired thanks to the pandemic <laughs> and the large amount of independents who have joined in the last months to UFI do the pandemic. So I, I think those are the three things. Anarita, what are your priorities for the future? Keep learning <laughs> about the industry, of course. So be updated. Go to many concerts and festivals and conferences. Wonderful. And how about you, Sonia? What are your priorities for the future? I will continue working to increase the opportunities for independence and spread their voice. Um, hopefully more diversity in the music industry and work on it. And yes, as Anarita says, I, I, I hope I can go to many concerts in the future in a short place, in a short period of time and, and recover those, this activity because I'm, I'm so sad because I can't go to concerts. 
you and a huge millions number of people around the world. Mm-hmm. Anarita, what are you often heard saying? By now, I think I miss live concerts. <laughs> I think is the the main point for for us and for the people that work in the music industry. And how about you, Sonia? What are you often heard saying? COVID nineteen, get out of our lives. <laughs> Brilliant. Anarita, what's your one piece of advice to someone considering a career in music? Mm, be updated, because so with digital, with pandemic, these last minute uh, things, we need to be updated all the time. And Sonia, uh, well, work hard, be brave in creating your own projects, uh, study a lot, and do not stop believing in your dreams. Uh, so dreams come true always. Excellent. Anarita, what's on your playlist at the moment? Hmm, this is hard, but uh, maybe my favorite is uh, Heima by Bon, bon Iver. And Sonia, what's on your playlist? One of the, my favorite bands here in Spain is a Spanish band and it's called Mujeres. So they're taking up your listening time too. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Anarita. Sonia, it's been superb fun hearing about the groundbreaking events and award shows you are holding up to promote Spanish-speaking and Portuguese repertoire and their contribution to the European music market. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, Juliana. Thank you, Juliana. It was an amazing time and thank you for the opportunity to present our projects.